Hey everybody, it's Liza here. Uh, I just wanted to let you know we had a little bit of an audio issue when we were recording this episode that we didn't find until after we were done. It's just a little bit of an echo from our Skype session. Um, Thanks for bearing with us while we figure out the tech aspect of recording on two sides of the country. And we hope you enjoy our 51st episode. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. I'm just clicking my really long nails on a plastic water glass. It's not working. I I cheersed an empty (laughs) wine glass with a a cup full of pens. So welcome to my world. So, I'm Kimmy. And I'm Liza. And this is 51 First Dates. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to episode 51 of 51 First Dates. Woohoo! Yay, 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 yay! We made it. It's actually, like, not really anything except, like, that it's 51. Yeah, it's just amazing because we picked the super arbitrary, super embarrassing random number title, and now we've reached that number of episodes, so. yeah. I think even if I hadn't gone on all 51 dates, we wouldn't be at date – I'm sorry. If I had gone on all 51 dates, we wouldn't be at date 51 on this episode anyway. No, because we were a little behind. Yeah, because like, you know, dating is hard. People cancel, etc. cetera. But um, friends of the pod, listeners, thank you for joining us. We love you. Yay. Thanks for writing <laughs> in. We've gotten like – I don't know what it is. Like I think it's probably summer ending and people being like back – at their computers and blah, blah, whatever. But we've gotten so many amazing emails and messages and comments in the secret Facebook group um, in the last, like, week. Like, it's we've been – we've had, like, this flood of, like, amazing date stories and just, like, comments and questions. And some people have suggested some really, really amazing um, episode topics that we're going to delve into in coming weeks. Yeah, it's exciting. There's a lot of, like, serious things coming up. I know we need to address cheating in more ways. Um, October is Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, and that was a really good suggestion. We're just going to – we're going to delve. Thanks for bearing with us during this change. I, Kimmy, am on the West Coast. Liza's on the East Coast. Um, You know, we're just living that bi-coastal life. What is that 70s song? It's such a good song. <laughs> it's a Peter Allen song. Do you know that song? I don't know. It's like but a total, I trust it's you. like a complete disco era, like just like Studio Fifty Four, like flashy, dumb seventies song called Bi Coastal. Well, I want us to have like truly bi coastal lives one day and a TV show or something like that, and that will be the the moment in the TV show will that music will play over it. You know, when you're finally bi coastal and you get to live in LA and New York because you're just so cool and business like. Yeah, and you fly your little private jet that you like share with your rich friends back and forth oh yeah no I actually sure. am scared of small airplanes so I would just... yeah I'm, I'm fine with JetBlue yeah those snacks Ugh. snack situation and Tito's no, we, fl- we fly first class back and forth that's, that's the, the dream. thing that's the dream so if you want to contribute to our first class fund <laughs> Please anyway, rate, subscribe, review. We talk about what this podcast is about now that we've talked we about should. all our fantasies of what we're going to become. <laughs> yes, I think we should. Um, I think it's especially appropriate on the 51st of 51 episodes. Well, sorry, no, this isn't the end. There will be many more. But yeah, let's break it down. So, what the fuck are we doing here, Liza? So, 51 <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> That's the other thing is that next year will be the year anniversary, which is also cool. 
we did like a 50th a 50th episode special a 51st anniversary 51st episode special and next 52 is going to be the year anniversary because we haven't missed a week in a year oh that makes sense i was like how did you know that did you remember 52 weeks in a year I'm a pretty ma- cool spoiler i'm a math genius no i'm not uh so i uh okay so 51 weeks ago kimmy was single feeling in a dating slump and we decided to uh at her at her therapist suggestion she decided mm-hmm. to go on 51 first dates the therapist yeah. suggested 100 but that was too many so I was like, yep, I'm going to underachieve on this one. But I will err towards the side of 100, not towards the side of zero. You know, at 51? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fine. You know, don't overthink it. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the theme of this pod. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. So uh, on this lovely date journey, she uh, went on 32 dates. I and did. do you want to tell it from there? I do. And can I just say that I love that siren in the background, which like I just moved to LA from New York and we were always told people thought it sounded cool when you heard a siren. But I will say that I miss the sirens, sort of. Like, and I just felt a little nostalgia when I heard that siren. So it's let's funny because it like I did not even register that a siren, you know how you get that siren mm-hmm. deafness where you're like, I, I didn't even, it didn't enter my brain that there was a siren. Yeah, they feel much more like it's an emergency when you hear them here because I just think everything's spread out and so is yeah. sound or something. I, who knows? But basically, I went on 32 dates. Um, ooh, if you don't want this to be spoiled, if you want to like follow along from the beginning of my journey, ugh, kill me. <laughs> um, nope, don't joke about that. But you know what I mean. Just sound, I sound like a douche. Um, hashtag you journey. Can go back. Hashtag voyage. Hashtag journey. You can go to the beginning. You can listen from the beginning. You can hear all of the things people got mad at us for along the way and things people liked us for along the way. You can hear all of the shit. It's all out there. Um, or if you like spoilers like me who really like just started sharp, sharp ob- objects because everyone talked about the ending and I already want to look up the ending because I just can't wait. But I didn't. Um, but if you like a spoiler, here it comes. So basically at date 13, I had lots of dates and lots of experiences and lots of (laughs) like, I was going to say love, but that's not true. Um, and at date 13, I met a cool dude was still going on dates. Um, and that cool dude turned into, um, hanging out forever and being patient forever as I went on dates, as the podcast grew, as I didn't want to disappoint the listeners until I moved to Los Angeles for business school and kind of made the decision to commit. And day 13 is my boyfriend. And um, surprise, surprise, I asked him to please record his taxi cab confession nine months later of our first date because it was literally, it was beginning of January. Oh my God, that's so fun. He said he would. I ha- he's uh, on a business trip. I was trying to get him on the pod. So day 13, I think he still is not sure how, like, public he wants to be as sure. human, which yeah. is super fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but he's going to send it to me. So the, just the thing is I wanted to play it for Liz and I, but I don't think I'll have it in time. So I'll we'll pop, we'll pop it in either right here at the end, probably at the end. Yeah. The if end. we get it. Otherwise, we'll cut this out. Yeah, totally. We'll lead into yeah. it later on. So listen. Yeah. Listen on. Um, so – Find you a dude or a woman who is willing to put up you, with you through like 15 more dates of you talking about it on a on a platform and then they'll still send you what you demand on a random Wednesday when they're on a business trip. Yeah, so I said, where's um, that voice note? Where is that voice note? <laughs> Wait, when, do you know the day of your, you and date number 13's first dates? 
a really good question. I feel like it's it's a single digit. I really want to check. I I had this feeling it was the fourth here. I wish there was a way to scroll to the very top of your text conversation. I know. It would be really convenient. It's just really funny because me and Jeff's anniversary is January 10th. It's such a random time. People such are, a random time. People are like lonely and wintry and hate. I know it's the holidays. Before, I know it's single digits and I think it's really early because it was before his birthday in January. Which is, is he a Capricorn? Eighth? Oh my God. Yeah. I think it's the 8th. I would never have guessed he was a Capricorn. <laughs> um, Only because I've dated so many Capricorns and they're all and you, worse no good. people. Than- <laughs> well, secret worst person. No. No, 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 no. He's a gem. He's a gem. Also, we like to call No shade to Capricorns. Gems. Capricorns who are listening. I also have like, obviously I really like Capricorns, which is why I've dated three of them. Yeah, wait. We've gotten hate mail over my, like, that's one twelfth of people. Like, we're like, shoot. I really love Capricorns and I can't stop, like, I'm very drawn to them, even women. So, like, literally no shade to Capricorns. If you're a Capricorn, I probably really want to be your friend. Yeah, and, like, date 13's a Capricorn, and he was the the, st- the standout date. He was saying he felt a lot of pressure about, like, leaving a voice. And I was like, just be whatever. Yeah. Because he felt like, you know, after all this, there's some, like, oh, God, I better be the best ever. But, like, you know what? It's, you No, know, I understand, too. Jeff was, like, very surprisingly nervous about coming on last week and then like about five minutes in I could tell he was just like fucking loving it because he's like a big oh, ham yeah. and he like lo- he like just likes talking uh but yeah after drinking that- his whiskey oh, just being he was he was he was I loved loving it. it in the middle we were off video so you couldn't see this but we were reading the worst first dates and you had read one and then I think you were reading one and he poked me on the arm and mouthed like while you were reading like he mouthed like can I read one <laughs> oh that's so cute and then he, was he so did it. and then he was nervous yesterday he was like did people like me I was like I think it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yes all feedback two thumbs up oh five thumbs up LOL. a million yeah. thumbs up. no he but he was definitely nervous before and like he, he was you know I I understand yeah. why 13s I I'm just, can I shorthand it to 13 <laughs> yeah 13 13 13 13 um, so long story short, that's where we're at. We're, we're recruiting new daters. So we've got a couple in the works. We'll start that process soon. We want a couple different daters. So we have different perspectives on data, daters, two or three. We're figuring that out and they'll check in along their journey of going on 51 dates. Um, yeah, but should we dive into what we're going to chat about today? Totally. So today yeah. we are going to talk about, we're doing a little like year in review-ish. Mm-hmm. Is that even A year in review. Yeah, I really thought it would be fun, and we can, like, make a written pretty fun version of this. Maybe we can start a Patreon or something, and it can be special content. Oh. But I thought it would be fun to do how to, like, because a lot of you have done this, so this is probably a very unnecessary how-to guide, but how to create your own dating project. And I changed it from experiment because experiment was always a weird word that we used to publicize this, but, like, we hated making people feel like they were, like – not genuine dates because I was genuinely going on dates even after I met date 13 because I'm afraid of commitment and it took me a really long time to commit. Um, (laughs) But that's for another time. Uh, That's actually on like probably every other episode prior to this one. (laughs) But but yeah, so I thought like that would be very fun. And then we can also, yeah, we can just round up because this has been like – Obviously, it already kind of ended the experiment part for me. But like I'm meeting all these new people at school. Like I met this girl through a friend at school this weekend who did – like a hundred date dating project with an article for an editorial thing. Like, I don't know. It's definitely, and we were warned this has been done before, but I do think like 
it still changed my perspective entirely on dating and uh, was a really good thing for me to do. So I thought it would be, we thought, but I basically was like, Liza, can we do this? Um, to make a little like how-to, like the things I would do if I was starting from the beginning. Totally. Like how to do and in, I don't know, I don't know if it makes sense to do which order to do this in, but I also prepared a pop quiz for you that <sighs> is a retrospective of your dating experience. Let's do the pop quiz first, so I'm okay. not nervous about it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to make one rule of this pop, yes. quiz, pop quiz. You can mm-hmm. only answer something from date 13 once. Only because I think it would be obviously like really easy to use mm-hmm. it for every single answer. For sure. So, so. What if I shoot my wad too early and talk about <laughs> him first? <laughs> I so love you that. Save that. your wad. You got to try not to blow your wad. Uh, Blow my wad, right, yeah. Shoot my wad. Or, I mean, (laughs) you know, there's lots of – some of these are date-specific and some of these are, like, experiment-specific. So – Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll figure it out. And, like, let's go rapid fire. Let's do Inside the Actor Studio style. Okay, Okay, I'm ready. Favorite moment on a date? Fuck, sorry. No, Um, it's okay. Oh, my God. This is so hard because it feels like so long ago. I know. Oh, boy. On any date or one of the first dates? Okay. Any of the dates, but like in the moment. Like not something that you look back on fondly, but like when you were in the moment on the date that you really liked. Or something that like charmed you or something that like you stood out to you as like a good move. I'm freezing only because I don't remember anything because I'm turning into a grandmother with no memories. No, you're fine. Kimberly Ann Foskett. Um, Oh, boy. Oh, I have nothing. Favorite date moment. I needed to be pre-interviewed. I know. I probably could have like sent you these. Take your time. No, we can trip I this. just have zero memories of any of the dates. Jesus Christ. Um, I went on 32 of them, huh? What? There were some I would just like gush over after. Or even like something you, a move that you were like, oh, that's smooth. I want to steal oh. that. I want every guy to do that. Oh, I just had a favorite moment of my own thing when I walked into the subway and walked out the other side of the subway because, <laughs> because I've – and then I looked like a creeper. That was just fun because I felt like a spy. Um, that was one of the later dates. Um, best move? Oh, boy. We can come back to it too if you want. Okay. There's okay. more in the in the experiment or in the fucking pop quiz. Um, oh, my God. I'm already failing. I'm no, failing. I'm okay. failing. This zero out of zero points. It's going to be fine. Okay. Uh, conversely, worst moment on a date. Two phone Tommy. His name wasn't Tommy, but he had two phones yeah. out. I love talking about it. Not terrible moment. Not a terrible moment at all. But, um, but just like two phones on out. the bar while you were talking. Two phones on the bar um, telling me I shouldn't do X, Y, Z with my life. Yeah. I don't even do it. I'm going to pull up that spreadsheet right now. That'll oh, help me. Oh, yeah. That's really smart. Shout out to Angelica with a spreadsheet. Okay. All right. Now that I can see all these. Oh, my God. You know what I really just like uh, – what I thought was also a bad move was the guy who wouldn't drink on Sundays with me at sushi. No shade to not drinking. But then I saw him at Surf Lodge, like, partying it up not too long after. Just have a fucking drink. Yeah. Yeah. On I mean, date, it's fine. Yeah. A first date. It was my first date of the entire experiment, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I know what I loved. I loved my, my Bumble date in L.A. That was really fun. Yeah. Like, back to the best moment, just because I felt, like, so proud of myself that I was in New City, meeting a dude. It was only date five. The podcast was, like, just barely out, and he knew about the podcast, asked me about it. And we went he was to this really place, cute about it. Really sweet about it. And then we went to two places that are right next to each other. Did I tell you? 
I forget if I did, that I went back to these places recently at UCLA. Oh, no. That's awesome. So speaking of LA locations, because we always rate down five out of five dicks, and looking back, I rated Chestnut Club five out of five, and the place right around the corner from it is called The Room. And I was waiting online for The Room, and it like all came back to me, and we ended up going to Chestnut Club. So this was really fun because it was like two-part date. Um, he still insisted on paying for the beginning half and let me put the second half on the company. I don't know. Just lots of good smooth moves. Shout yeah. out to my LA date. Um, it was just really fun and easy. And yeah. That's a good yeah. one. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. That was like, I think your first really good date of the experiment. And you were like, okay, this is like, now we're cooking. <laughs> also, we're I'm just also looking at the data again. Thank you, Angelica. Um, date one, it's like, how many drinks did you have? Date one, it's like two. Because yes, I had two sockets, even though he wasn't drinking. Date four, it's four drinks at Broken Land because that was fun and we got drunk. Date three, one drink because that was two phone Tommy. Date four was three drinks. Oh, on the top of the White Hotel. This guy kind of later said nah to me and then texted me a year late- later. Again, all of this I'm breezing through is on other episodes, so I'm just enticing you to listen to them. Sorry. Uh, and then date five was, how many drinks did you have? Five plus. <laughs> ah, I love it. Because we the just like number? had a shot. Um, probably. Awesome. Hopefully. Jesus Christ. Oh, there was another five. What was that? Ooh, that might have been date the ar- No? The, no, the army guy. I mean, he'll tell you because he said we got drunk. But he was drinking whiskey. But yeah. the army guy, um, when we went to these two bars, we ended up at Kettle of Fish. Like, we got drunk together. Um and then he sent me pictures of him shirtless on my cab home. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't like weird. terrible. But like yeah, strange. Like, okay. Sorry. Let's okay. keep going with the pop so quiz and being that, terrible. In that vein, your what was your favorite date spot? Favorite date spot? Excellent fucking question. I'm going to just keep thinking about it and talking with this slow because – and it's not going to have to do with the date. I'm just going to think about it all in all. Um, if you're going highbrow – the Wyeth roof was cool, but it was a little douchey. Actually, I take that back. Um, if you're going activity, the gutter for sure. Uh, and then, damn, it's so funny. My date with day 13 was not a place I want to go ever, except for then we ended up at Johnny's. Um, and then I think I will, I would just go with, this is like, if you're going more casual, I would say Spritz and House for a day drink. And if you're willing to go to Brooklyn, because it's just, it's literally not my favorite bar at all. But I think that's okay for a first date. Like, don't put pressure or taint your first, your favorite place. It's just easy to get food and drink at. It's crowded. There are games. It's sort of outdoors if it's warm enough. Like, it's a chill afternoon spot. Or, like, this was, like, the one of the la- later dates I went on. I went to Holiday Cocktail Lounge in East Village, which is... It was redone and I don't know some people are like over it over the service there but I liked it because it's like super chill and the drinks are good and I don't know there's some history there yeah I don't know cool. I could do better but those are what no. I'm just gonna say off the top that's of my great head. I think that's amazing okay uh what was your favorite date outfit or like your go-to date outfit oh my god I was just thinking this today because we have no pictures together so I was trying to post on our social media and I found an old picture of us from 2013 oh my god but I was looking at our 51 first dates Instagram and I was like hot damn I wore that like mustard sweater with the like um bell sleeves yeah all the time like the yeah yeah like a sweater date outfit is so fucking easy so good it like I just that that was probably it. I like being comfortable. I don't dress up for first dates. Day thirteen was like I don't think I've ever seen you in proper heels. Even now, he's just seen me in like wedges. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I own one pair of heels. I hate them. They I hurt them. my feet. I wore them at a wedding and I ended up – did I tell you this at Millie's wedding? I wore them. We got nice and drunk. They were so painful. And we like parked my car to leave it there just because the Ubers were far and I, we were going to come pick it up the next day. And on the walk out, I like sat down in the grass with my – Vodka soda in hand with my friend Meredith. I took off my shoes and then I turned around and there was a cop car. And I was like, oh my God. And he was like, what? You're 21, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, you're not going to drive, right? You're going to get your sandals. I was like, yeah. And he was like, and you're, you're, you're coming back with that booze, right? I was like, yeah, okay. And he was just like, go, have fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I just went, to, we went to my car and I got my flats because I like couldn't really stand anymore. In it's horrible. Heels. They were too painful. The last time and I wore I- super proper heels was almost a year ago at my niece's bat mitzvah. And I had a numb spot. They were like four and a half inch heels, like the highest heels I've ever worn. I had a numb spot on the center of like the pad of my foot for like four days. I had to go to my massage lady to work it out. It was insane. I was like, what the? And I was, I got very drunk and danced a lot. That's the thing. Yeah. Because like the first thing that for me that goes when I'm very drunk is like, can I stay super standy in a great way and not bump into things? And like in heels, that's quite impossible so yeah yeah and dancing in heels you really like I was just pounding the shit out of my feet like I like when I get drunk and I'm at an event I like to hit the floor so it was like it was really <laughs> I have never had that where I had like a numb spot and it just wouldn't go For, away and I was like well, gonna away. kill my nerve um okay shoes are tough shoes are tough anyway okay what was the on a date what was the most interesting question you were ever asked Ooh. Like, kind of the questions we always tell people to ask. It was like your top, not just top three. Oh, your top three, like, guilty pleasure movies or something. Do you remember this? I remember yes, the date. totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had been with you, actually, right prior to the date. This is the guy who I still think is an enormous catch and want to set up with someone. Um, but he wasn't into the podcast. And, and it was in Long Island City, right? Uh no. Oh, he did ask questions, but this was like from – that guy was kind of like comedy world adjacent. I forgot about that date. This was a guy I went on multiple dates with. This was when we went to Ramona. Uh, you and I had been recording another podcast and yes. you dropped me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Greenpoint. But basically it was like he was like worked at a hedge fund, so I thought it was kind of cool. I don't know. He was like, what are your movies that are like the guilt? He might not have said three, but I feel like – it was like, what are your like? Because he had such a good one. Oh my god, I feel like we talked about it on the pod. I don't remember anything, but the ones that you like really truly love and love rewatching, but are like. And he didn't say guilty pleasure, but just like you're kind of like embarrassed to like, yeah, or whatever. And I would say like, he he gave whatever his answer was, which you don't remember. It wasn't like something you know when people ask you that but then they give like a very pretentious movie like oh that's my guilty pleasure you're like come on yeah like everyone knows that you know Coco was great it's not a guilty pleasure like yeah. just because it's animated you know what I totally. mean so, and it's like anyway. the worst when people ask you those questions just because they want to say their answer because they have a good answer to something you know mm-hmm. like that's annoying yeah so like, I it didn't feel like that at all oh, it was totally, like yeah. super genuine and yeah but yeah, nothing that. Okay, flip side, what was the most awkward question you were asked? Did you have a podcast and what number am I? He, <laughs> he said, he said, what yeah. number am I? Yeah, that makes yeah. like plenty of sense. Okay. Um, all right. Now these are the more emotional journey questions. Okay, I'm glad I haven't answered date 13 for one of these yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. You've you've so you've saved it for a good thing. So what were your like 
lowest and highest points of the experiment. Meaning like when was it that you felt the most negative about what we were doing and when was it that you felt the most positive, if that makes sense? Well, I'm looking at the spreadsheet yet again. Thank you, Angelica. Because while I've been resistant to like data collecting, it's very helpful to remember. So I think I was the most negative early on. I'm trying to think of which date truly. Um, Honestly, like the first three. Because the none of the first three resulted. Actually, the second date was cool. But even he like faded off. We went on a couple more dates. But they didn't – I started – I like the first three confirmed my bias against myself and they weren't even all people I was super into that I like wasn't enough. It's funny because I think some of those were like going into summer too mm. or in summer, which is also interesting because while we started this podcast a year ago, I had kind of been really worried about going on a date a week, so I stocked up on them kind of early. We, we recorded yeah, we early. Yeah, rec- we back recorded a couple episodes to release. Yeah. So I feel like some of those – yeah, they were like all in summer, including the guy I then saw out east on Long Island, like partying away with another girl, like the guy who was like, sorry, I don't want to ghost, even though he wasn't ghosting and just kind of like, was like, got out of there. I just started feeling like, oh my God, I'm not, I'm doing something wrong. So early on was definitely the the deep darks. Um, and then there was another moment, and I forget when this was, but it was when I was doubting our morality and doing, and doing this. Because I ran into my first online date of my entire, entire life on the street. And he had seen an article I wrote about my first online date ever. And I just felt totally like I was just like doing something naughty mm. about like, like, because dating is so intimate. But I no longer really feel that way. Um, I don't know. That was dark too. Remember that? Yeah, Remember I, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the most positive – I think it's been like honestly later and not sorry 13 13 rules but like honestly just because more and more people are saying you guys are not we're not therapists but that they're listening cuz we're helpful in some way to relate to or like the listeners truly the more people who have reached out that's been the high point for me yeah you know like that that I, because then I get to think about how my mindset was like entirely opposite than it is right now. Even if I became single right away, right tomorrow, got broken up with, oh God, I feel like once I was ready to date again, I'd have a different perspective that could still be improved, but is really different than what I started out with, if that makes sense. Yes, totally, totally. These, and we may have covered some of these last two questions, but... There, again, sorry, two more questions. If this is too long, we can always no, trim it. I love it. Uh, okay, so what surprised you the most in the course of your dates? Um, how much my first ideas of a person or like my idea of a person didn't always equate in like actual attraction or actual match Mm. an actual match so like an early date that I went on a ton of dates with was like everything on paper for me but like I forced it for a while and it became clear that it wasn't or my camp counselor crush like going on a date with him like he's still like just all that put a lot in perspective because you're like oh my god I had such a crush on you and I was like fucking 14 and then you know we're at this Lionsgate movie premiere and we're just two people and we're hanging out and like you're he's cute as ever he's but like we're just like 
I don't know. So I think like just not, or even like I say, 13 on a, in a lot of ways is just not the type of person I've dated before, though he checks a lot of the boxes that we've talked about. I like to check too much. Um, I don't know. He's different. Yeah, I think so too in like a really yeah. positive way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay, cool. Last so, question. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm this like is, totally milking this too. Sorry. Oh I'm my like, god. Mm, no, let me great. tell you. You mm-hmm. know I fucking love to play Terry Gross. It's like, <laughs> like Terry Gross has the life I want. I want to fucking live in Philly and have a sick bowl cut and like chill all the time. Uh, okay. And I love to be interviewed because I wish I was a fancy famous influencer of some sort. I'm I just mean, kidding. rate, subscribe, review, guys. No, I'm kidding. Rate, subscribe, review. <laughs> uh, Okay, so here's my last question. What's the biggest thing you've learned? This is hard to boil down. Bear with me. We can always cut this out. Take your time. Uh, I want to be like, and this is not the the week necessarily. It is the week for it, whatever. I was going to say something like, just do it. Because I'm <laughs> sorry, the, the Colin Kaepernick ad just came out, which is like, woo, go. Um, love Nike. Probably going to get some bad reviews. But I just mean like, uh, The biggest thing I've learned is not really just do it. I think the most important thing of this was that, like, I was able to change my mind because I held myself to this thing, this goal. But the most important thing I have learned, um, oh, it's not about me or you or anyone in dating. Hmm. Like, I was able to see in other parts of my life where, even though I would take things personally, where it wasn't actually about me. But, like, it's not – a reflection of you or what you're lacking or me and what I'm lacking. Like I ugh, don't want to be like, I am enough. But like it's not going on, not having a relationship or having a relationship or all these things in between. Like it really, it really is not about you. It's about the match or the timing or the thing. Like I couldn't be happier Oh my God, this is like 18 things. I couldn't be happier that I was single for as long as I was. I really value that um, because I feel like I actually did know myself really well as a person and I let this thing, this cloud of I'm single like really or rejections like really hang over me. I can't say it succinctly. I don't know. No, I think think that all makes a lot of sense. It's just, it's not personal. It's not. And like also just don't put up with bullshit. Yeah, totally. If if it's like... Accept- yeah, if you're not for them, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. and I think the, like, accepting, not accepting less than you deserve or different treatment than you want is, like, yeah. such an important thing I feel like I've yeah. seen. Yeah, don't accept different treatment than you want. Because it's not like, well, I deserve this or, like, it is. But, like, I know how that can feel to be told, like, you deserve better. You're like, well, what the fuck do I don't know. I also, like, you know, lie in bed watching TV all day. Like, I'm not, you know, like, what do I deserve? But I think, like, what you want. Like, being honest with myself about what I wanted was important in this, too. Yeah. And then accepting only people who are willing to put up with a podcast. Um, Person who was willing to put up with a podcast. (laughs) Cool. I did such a terrible job at that. No, that was amazing. That ends my my quiz. You nailed it. So, like, <sighs> with everything we learned on this quiz, do we want to talk about, like, how to design – I like the word project over experiment. How to design a dating project for yourself I think it's, based on I think what you need, based on what you're looking for, ETC, ETC. 
I might pitch this to Elite Daily, even though I don't write with them anymore, because it would be fun to write this up totally. and, you know, pl- plug the pot again. For sure. I'll talk to my editor. So, yeah, it's like how to create your own dating project. So, Liza, I have some thoughts about this. What do you think the first, the very first step, if we were to go in order, of, like, creating a dating project would be? Okay. Well, so, I think about, <laughs> I have such a, because I had this idea earlier, and I was like, yes. Uh, I think the most important thing is finding your why, which I know that's like such a like self-helpy buzzy whatever. But okay, back story on this is that I uh, have been like a low-key almost hoarder, not really exaggerating for most of my life. And I did the whole life-changing magic of tidying up a couple years ago and it actually did change in my entire life and like really mm-hmm. changed my mindset. But the first exercise in that book is like, why do you want to make your living space better? And it's like, because I want to have room to do my blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, cool, why do you want that? And then you write the answer to that. And it's like, why do you want that? And you have to keep going with like, like just keep writing on a notebook page, answering the question of like, why every single time, which also obviously is a big thing in therapy is like, why? Yeah. Why, 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 why? So I think that. The biggest thing, if you if you have, like, the impulse to start a dating project, I think the most important thing is, like, find your fucking why. Why do I want to yep. do it? Because I don't want to be single. Why don't you want to be single? Because it would be fun to have p- things, you know, someone to do something with. Why? 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 Or, like, mm-hmm. because I want to get laid every day. Why? Because it makes my body feel good. Why? Because, like, I like to feel sexy. Whatever. Like, it can be anything. Like, even your dating project can, like, be about – just going out and, like, fucking getting as much D as you want. Like, it can be whatever Mm -hmm. it is to you. It it would be really different. But I think the why is, like, so big. It's the first thing on my list because I took some notes and we have not consulted. It says figure out why you want to change your dating life. Look at that. Mind map. Can I add number two on our very millennial, like, TK reasons to blah, blah, blah. Um, But it's kind of fun to make it a list. It helps me. I would say once you work on yourself and the why, I would say step two – get some perspective only because my why came from my therapist. So whether that's therapy or talking to a friend and being like, hey, like, and being like, no, I'm not just going to complain to you about this guy. Like really a friend you feel like will actually give you feedback rather than just like kind of like being like, no, but it's okay. Dating's tough. Like, I don't know. I feel like I had certain friends, Liza included, who would be a little more like, maybe you're doing this versus this. Or maybe you want this. Or like Which is not everyone. Like, I feel like I can usually count on, like, my sister to be pretty real with me. Like, you know, like, sometimes your family members are the people who are not afraid to be real with you because they're not going anywhere probably, you know. Yeah, like that grandma who pesters you at every holiday, like, honey, why are you single? Um, Be like, grandma, what do you think I should do about it? What do you think I'm fucking up? I don't know why I'm single. Or if your thing is like, why do I keep being in relationships? This is kind of going back to your why. Like, this dating thing doesn't have to be about doing more dates. I think for some people, I know a couple people who could probably do well to take a bigger pause and, like, do the opposite. And we had on 180 days of not dating. So. As a guest, like there's, so there's like getting some perspective as you, you like, so one, figure out why, two, get some perspective to like help you figure out that why. Yes, totally. Like an outside, some kind of yeah, outside, outside source. Or I'm like, literally taking notes. If you right feel now. insecure about it, I think it can also be in the form of like, I'm a big fucking fan of self help books, as I just mentioned, like just something that's like somebody else's brain. 
to our so. third. There are also a lot of, I just want to mention, Lizy, to you that there are a lot of little comments in the Facebook group. I think we'll round up at the end, make sure we hit them all. But what do you think is next after we've decided why we're doing any kind of dating experiment or project? I'm sorry. And then we get some outside perspective. What's step three? I think like setting your parameters. Like I think it might be a like I'm going on 10 dates in three months or something or I'm going on one date a week for a year or like I think figuring it like as part of your why and as part of the like interfacing with somebody else who's like got your back I think you should think about the parameters as far as like how they relate to your why so you know your therapist was like 100 and you were like I don't Mm want to do that what if I do Exactly. And I, so I think I would just make this, we can get into the nuances, but I'd say set a goal that you can keep. We'll talk more about keeping it, but like set a goal uh, that you feel like you could realistically stick to because without a goal, this would have been really different. And I know I didn't stick to it every week. Totally. Uh, I also think what you said is wise because my why came back to like, it's more than just finding a boyfriend. It's like changing something up. And then so making it a project too, not that you have to make it a podcast. And in fact, if you want to, you can just do it through us rather than starting another pod. That would be our competition because that's scary. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like then it became less – because we've gotten some people say like, you know, well, I just like – I have a better things to do than go on dates every week. I'm like, that's totally valid and true. But for me – and so I think I did too and I think I did for – you know, because that wasn't what I was prioritizing. But then it became like a project too. So I didn't feel like I was just going on these dates that were wasting time or, you know. Totally. And I feel like it can be whatever works for you. Like I'm a big journaler. Like I feel like you could buy a special journal and you're like – and even do like a little bit of what Angelica did with our spreadsheet and like set up five questions that you answer about every day and just be like this. Or – you know, draw a fucking picture of every day or I don't know, like do whatever, like something I think Mm -hmm. to mark each date or fucking dude, I know this is insane and like really immature, but when I've been in different like fitness or like diet health, like phases of my life, I have literally given myself stickers. I love it. I'll make like a little like a, I'll take a calendar and I'll put a sticker on it at the end of every day. It's really stupid, but it made me feel really happy and it's really satisfying like to fill it up. So like finding something stupid or like find a friend to do it with you and just like fucking Yeah, and you can set different goals. Them. So I, I want to say, because I'm being so annoying about the list. So after you set your goal, then tell someone about it. That would be maybe step five. Tell someone about it to hold you accountable. But then figure out, number six, is figure out a way to track your goal, like Liza said. And this brings me to some of the comments on the Stuff in the Secret Facebook group that was like other looking for other ideas for how to track your date for people who aren't doing a weekly podcast, because honestly, you all held me accountable and made me want to not stop. Stickers. Um, uh, yeah, I think stickers are good. I think spreadsheets are really good. No, no, I think stickers are good. I think spreadsheets are good if you're data-driven. My fear was sort of like when starting – like I loved this spreadsheet for our data, but like another listener in the group mentioned like data analysis because she's in that field, which is really, really cool. But like like date location, ambiance, length, uh, you're feeling right after the date, the next day, the next week. I recorded taxicab confessions, which was my initial thoughts of the date. Um, But – which I think is all cool. My fear, just because of who I am – 
is like, oh, I'll make it too scientific-y and blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I just said that looking back was such a nice thing. So if that's good for you, filling out a spreadsheet, if spreadsheets literally make you want to crawl out of your skin, then I think something like a journal or even just like promising to like put an email to yourself or something or to us where you just reply to yourself like with your initial thoughts, right? Or keep a little note or totally. tell that friend. Um, you can even set a reward for yourself. I don't know if that's good. I was just thinking like I feel like a good thing to do would be like, yeah, setting either like a reward that feels like a really special treat. Like I always used to schedule um, a massage for myself uh, at the end of my Mm -hmm. finals when I was in college, which was like, you know, it's expensive for a college student, but I was like, this is my – thing at the end of the tunnel is like I'm gonna take myself to get a massage it was like a big treat so I feel like whatever that equivalent is to you maybe it's like going on a vacation being like hey if I do 10 dates in 10 weeks I you know fucking you don't have to go to Europe but you could go on a long weekend somewhere like treat yourself to like something that feels like special if you right or like I like if you're doing the opposite and like trying to take a pause from dating or like you know I think those kind of rewards can be really nice if you're coming off of a breakup but you aren't ready for dating. Like if I spend like two weeks totally just like chill to a month, take a month, whatever you want to take, like just doing things with my friends like for me, not like not putting the apps back on my phone yet if that's your habit. Like if you're the reverse of like you can set that too. Yeah, yeah totally. I don't – for sure. I, I feel like this might sound – this whole this whole like how-to thing – runs the risk of sounding like we're saying everyone should do this like we're not saying that (laughs) like like if this is like if you like Kimmy did found yourself in a rut which I mean I think a lot of our listeners come to this podcast because they find themselves in a rut and because they identify with like feeling like dating's really frustrating Mm -hmm. and hard and confusing and they like get stuck in the same pattern so this is all advice for like if you want to shake up your dating game if you want some kind of difference in Mm -hmm. your routine and if you want, you know, some accountability or whatever, or like a different way to look at dating as like something more intentional and more like you are going out and like making what you want ha- to happen happen rather than like waiting for something to happen, which I think is how a lot of people mm-hmm. feel about dating and mm-hmm. finding connection, blah, blah, blah. So I think, and that's why like the why, the early stuff is so important to this, like how to maybe more, like if it was, they were a pyramid, they'd be the building blocks because like my therapist told me I needed to switch it up and that while I thought I was going on a lot of dates, I actually wasn't. I was like dating people, but I wasn't like doing dating like other people Mm -hmm. did. So it was about change. Um, I also had this thought because I'm seeing a lot of things in the groups, right? So tracking your goal, all great. But like once you actually get on the dates and you're tracking the goal, maybe you set up a reward for the goal, whatever. How do you keep things casual? How do you keep it going? How do you not just stop? That's why 51 dates was really good for me because it meant that I was going to keep dating even though I met people I liked. And I think like I would have maybe not even gotten, I would not have gotten to date 13 had I done my normal type of dating. Because I had gone on more than one date with people prior to date 13. You know what I mean? Like it was really easy early on for me to just go with what was working sort of and then be so much more frustrated. I would say if your goal is something like mine was, which is just to get out there and date a lot, stick to that. So like if your goal is three months before you commit to anyone, make it three months. Like the right person will wait around. Of course things come up, blah, blah, blah. Like, but really nerdy world 
we were learning about implicit bias and organizational behavior at business school. And we were talking about tripwires, like things to like, I think that was when we were talking about it, whatever. But like a tripwire meaning set yourself up something that you like, if you start doing the thing, so you can like trip over it and self-correct. You know what I mean? Something that you know, like, if you, if you know you're going to start slipping, like, because you meet someone and it goes really well, set, like, a tripwire, like, but I have to go on a second date with everyone for these me- weeks or something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? I can't think of a good totally. one. Or, yes, totally. Or just be like, I am not going to stop going on dates until I become exclusive with someone and I'm not allowed to become exclusive with someone until two months from mm-hmm. now or something like I, like yeah giving yourself some parameters like being like if you're if you've done the earlier steps and you've found your why and you've talked to somebody else about it blah blah, blah you've done some thinking about like why you're in the habits and the patterns you are try to set some boundaries for yourself or some sorry some parameters for yourself that's like how do I like make sure I don't fall yeah. into old patterns and I think that like it's such a good ex- exercise to like always go on a second date unless the first date was horrible. I mean, like, if your first if your first date was good, obviously go on a second date. If your first date was average, mm-hmm. go on a second date. If your first date was awful don't. and weird, Yeah, there were don't. a couple <laughs> questions. There was how to keep obviously. things casual when going on a bunch of dates. How many dates do you go, do you go on before you figure out if a middle-of-the-road guy is worth pursuing further? Um, and then how do you balance that? Like, when do you know when to go on a second date while juggling other first dates? I think that's, like, commitment, but what Liza said is right. Say, like, Danielle Prescott said that early on. She was like, if someone asks you out, say some, go on a second date. My therapist was like, you should try to go on a second date with all of them unless you have a terrible experience, like, even if you're asking, which is why at the beginning when I wasn't getting second dates and I was definitely asking sometimes or subtly hinting, I was feeling kind of down. So I would say, like, for so for this, yes. a specific experiment like ours, one of the steps is just say yes to the second date. I really think it's way too easy, especially if you're reflecting and writing down data and how you felt, like, to just, like, go off. Like, a first date is really weird. Say yes to second dates. Totally. I mean, your first date with 13 was good. Mm -hmm. It was a really good date, but it wasn't – you had many really good first dates, and you didn't realize right away that this was a person you connected with on a much deeper level, and and there was potential for something really lasting. And I think that, like, of everything is the best example of, like – go on the second date because you just don't know mm-hmm. it takes time sometimes like I knew Jeff for three years before we, I mean I knew him for longer than that but I was like in the same school program with him for three years and we didn't yeah connect. it's true <laughs> like, and then to go along with that I think the next step because some of the other questions was were like how do you like deal with that how do you tell people that you're going on other dates again I'm biased by New York dating but like just assume that people dating other people is the rule. If someone is sending, like, butthurt texts, like, or the conversation comes up, be honest. Like, honestly, Liza, this is, like, the book that we always reference but have never read called The Four-Man Plan, um, wherein (laughs) (laughs) – Maybe that should be our, like, our year anniversary marker is that, like, we each order a copy of this and read it and see what the fuck – Right, because I inherently have a problem with it's, like, this is the way to get your man, but I actually don't even know if that's what it's doing. But basically, Liza and I were on a set where this girl told us about this book and how it had changed her life. Um, It was, like, you date four people at once. You don't – I think it – because that's the other thing. It, like, tells you what to do, whether to have sex with them or not. I think you don't have sex with them and you're really honest with all of them that you're dating multiple people and then, like – it's almost like last one standing wins. I Again, we haven't read it, so that could be completely inaccurate. But I remember yeah. liking the idea at the time, and I will say the fact that I kept going on dates, like, 
let's just be real, undoubtedly made me more attractive to 13 or other, I think. Some people didn't like it, but I think the fact that I wasn't just like, I'm here all the time, was helpful. Well, I think it's great in so many different ways to date multiple people at once. And again, that can mean anything you want. If you feel uncomfortable sleeping with multiple people at once, that's cool. If you want to sleep with multiple people at once, that's cool. Like, do what feels right to you and do it safely and do it, like, responsibly and, like, fucking rock on. But I think that when you're dating multiple people at once, it does become this, like, um, almost, like, pressure cooker of, like, narrowing down what you like and what you don't like and what you want and what you don't want. Because someone is going to be very – like, inevitably, one person is going to be treating you – a little bit more the way you want to be treated or giving you something that you know you need or you didn't know you need but you realize you need or whatever but on top of that I think it's really powerful like and to answer the reader question when people like the way to broach that with other guys is be like oh yeah I'm just date I'm dating like I've been single for a while or I've been in a relationship for a while and I'm just like really exploring dating and enjoying yeah don't don't apologize that's Um, maybe the rule of this don't apologize for dating other people but be honest don't apologize because I Totally. And, like, you don't have to get into specifics. You don't have to get weird. <laughs> like, if you have a date and someone texts you and asks you what you're – like, if you want to go to dinner tonight, just be like, I'm so sorry I have plans. How about next Thursday or whatever? Like, they will be intrigued. I know. That that's a reason to do it. It's true. But also, like, it's really powerful to see how people react to that. Because if people are jealous and weird and butthurt and sending you shitty texts – fucking yeah. next them now because they and I've I've such. literally been that butthurt person like, and it's like I should have I wish I had known to just get out that's where like there's at like six months into something you're gonna know if you're leading someone on like but I appreciate that day, day 13 because at the end of the day doing the podcast is a part of me like that's the kind of person I am you and I were gonna maybe not do this but do some form of it like I couldn't date someone who would be totally like no I can't understand it at all I think he got to a point where he was like I need to take care of myself like it sucks that when you say you're busy and I I don't know if you're going on another date like it got to a point which is fair totally like he said actually you're around your birthday yeah. Liza he was like I need to like really call it quits or commit like especially with the move he was like like Memorial Day he was like I need to take care of myself which he didn't say to me ever but it sort of came up I don't know anyway I just think like yeah don't apologize for dating other people but be really really honest about it without you know being like I gave a blowjob last night to this guy and I'm on a date with you tonight you don't have to say that well also like I think that you can there's a difference between someone being when I was saying like someone should be cool with it I mean like there is a big difference between someone being passive aggressive or possessive or rude about it, or, um, like, jealous, and someone being like, hey, genuinely, I like you, and I don't want to yeah. date other people, or, like, I'm going to need some kind of indication from if, – if a, if a guy that you're dating who knows you're dating multiple people says to you, like, hey, I like you, I feel strongly about this, and I need some indication either way, that's a good sign. That's a mm-hmm. fucking adult, you know? Like, it's the, like – well, well, I don't even know. I didn't even know where you were last night. So how would I? It's like the gripey, shitty sh- shit that like mm-hmm. you don't need, and I think is a sign of like someone yep. who's insecure. Two more things, maybe to round out the list. Yes, I would say this kind of could go up further on the de- list, but like set your goal, track your goal. Also, don't be too hard on yourself if you miss a week of your goal. Don't do the thing I always do, where I'm like, I'm not eating carbs all week, and I have one carb, and then I eat all of the carbs. You know, like just like fucking keep going, keep. 
back on the train. Like, I missed weeks of going on dates. It wasn't the end-all be-all. And, like, I had a commitment to all of y'all. And I had a podcast. But, like, it's okay. Totally. And B, like, I think also in that, under that same umbrella is, like, treat yourself like you Mm -hmm. treat your friends. Like, be nice to yourself. Like, be generous with yourself. Like, recognize where you are making effort. And if there's any if you ever feel like you're failing in some aspect, like you're probably not. Yeah. Give yourself a break. And also be ready. And this could be the final step. Like no one, when, like I think you should like not immediately like stop going on other dates just because you meet someone who you really feel fire works with. But like then again, stranger things have happened. So like that might be from my experience that I'm saying that. When the time is right though, I didn't do all 51. Like know that you don't, it's not just about like I did the thing. Because even if you don't get into a relationship and your aim was to get into a relationship but you just realize fucking don't like dating. It's making me – like, online dating is making me feel like shit every week. Bye. Um, yeah. Totally. And, yeah, and, like, you know, step 11 or whatever number we're at, like, fucking let yeah. us know how it's going because we're always curious here. I We love hearing from people who are doing their own versions. Wait, Liza, I have, I have an idea, but word. it requires a lot of – coordination on our part and you might think it's terrible based on the different questions here and the eagerness of some people to track it what if we did like a 13 date challenge that we basically had anyone who wanted to participate like fill out a google form or something and then with angelica because she's loves tracking data i'm really her comments are in here like we figure out a way for people to like hold themselves accountable And then we, like, could, like, look at the data across the board or something. Like, just 13 dates because of date 13. I just – but it could be, like, five. It could be shorter. Just some way to dip your toes into the pool for any listeners who want to do, like, more dating and would want to do, like, a group experiment of some sort. I think that's great. Like, I feel like we should start with five. Five is better. And do – and do a like if it goes well, then be like, great, we're gonna do a longer. Yeah, we could do something with like more feedback. Like again, I don't want to like, like monetize everything, and we won't ask you to. We won't. Oh, this experiment will be an experiment. You do not need to pay. But I was just thinking there are ways to like sponsor this or like get more people involved and like I don't know, like develop a really cool community. Yeah, we'll do it like a charity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, like if you wanna, because we could like yeah, give our own cool. feedback. I don't know, like. Like, that could be a really cool thing. And then any listener – and you wouldn't even have to, like – we could fill out a form for if you're interested and you could give your email. And it could be a thing where, like, only Angelica and us, like, see the data and you can give it under a pseudonym if you want to be really – like, but we yeah. could use the template I was using and you could fill it out for five dates over, like, I want to say five weeks, but I think if we can make it even tighter, it would be better, like, one month. Um yeah. I don't know. It would be really interesting. Well, I don't, listeners, here's, let us know. Let us know. Join the secret Facebook group. If you don't know how to do that, go to Facebook and type in 51 First Dates Podcast mm-hmm. Secret and it should pop up and request to join. Someone will add you. Um, so join the secret Facebook group and we'll start a thread in the secret Facebook group like gauging interest for a mini experiment that we all kind of track together. And the secret Facebook group, plug, 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 is like a really great, nice, cool, closed community secret group on Facebook if you don't know which you probably do is one where you can post anything and no one in your feed can see it only other members of the group can see it so it's like we have a lot of really awesome people there who are sharing dating stories some of them are hilarious some of them are hard people are asking for advice and like honestly people are fucking Mm -hmm. awesome 
everyone's really supportive, really cool, really encouraging. And so like, let's try to uh, run this mini experiment through the secret Facebook group. So join today mm-hmm. if you're interested. And today, whenever this podcast comes out, whenever date yeah. that is, yeah. uh, we'll start a thread and just comment, you know, like. Because someone like, posted today or yesterday, like, um, about setting each other up, which I'm totally pro because our community is so cool. Just be safe. We'll just be careful because it's the internet. That's my only thought. But I, I obviously yeah. know the people on that thread right now aren't like, you know, murderers and we're not even a big enough community for that. I just, that was my one worry. But aside from that, I thought it was really cool that, yeah, we do have this like group of 729 members. It should be bigger and there should be 729 re- reviews on iTunes, but I'm just a brat who's going to keep whining about that. Um, but no, people for you to use and to hold you accountable, like people for you to... Like a community, like whatever a community means to you, a helpful community, I hope. Like we we have one. So let's try to think of more ways to use it. And this could be one. Could be. Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, cool. And while you're joining the Secret Facebook group, you might as well follow us on Instagram at five first dates. Well God. You might as well email us your worst just date stories. It doesn't even have to be a first date. We got a great fifth date story today that we're gonna Yeah, totally. I know. Or I guess we could, what what are we at? I you know this was kind of a long one. I wanna let's save it. Let's save it for next week. But we'll do it next we'll week. We'll save it. Okay. Like email us your weird, bad, great, bizarre date stories or just any thoughts feels any thoughts feels any any friends who are interested you wanna nominate for being a dater. Um we're still figuring out certain aspects about that um yeah I feel like I'm sounding so official and boring sorry guys um oh it's fine this, this is, is our wrap, wrap up. up we do our we have to do our plug 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 happy 51 yay episodes. thank you all we would not be here without you we definitely would have quit a long time ago so yeah thank you so much you guys are amazing and give us so much happiness and we are so happy proud and thrilled with the community that this podcast has love created. You so much. love you guys so much. It's been a And treat. as always, and go on a go date. Go date. If you want to. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> or, or don't. fucking don't. Or quit dating. It doesn't matter. But do something. Hold yourself accountable for something fun. I don't know. Okay. Whatever you need. Or go on a date. Bye. All right. We love you. <laughs> Bye. A big shout out to Anthony from 5 Ohm for making us sound really good in post and you should check five ohm out online at five ohm.com and that's spelled f-i-v-e-o-h-m ohm